Hey guys, good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Beckson. This is episode 49. We're nearly at the Big 50. Um, we have a surprise for you at the Big 50. Uh, today, we're going to be talking with Maria Jose Perez. She's the head of sales and marketing for Via Buena Onda, one of Costa Rica's most successful vacation rentals, and also one of the owners of Rev Paradise, a company that helps vacation rentals and hotels maximize their revenue through data analysis and targeted marketing. So I must let everybody know before we start that MJ and I actually work together on many projects. Um, as I mentioned there, Via Buena Onda, I'm actually the one of the owners of Via Buena Onda. So her and I have worked together for many years on maximizing the revenue here, uh, where she's helped take the property to over 70% occupancy. Uh, and we continue to increase revenue uh, via increased rates and most important of all, great customer experience. So I thought it'd be great to get her on the podcast. She's a wealth of information and she can kind of talk about basically all of the uh, secrets of the trade uh, and get these across to any of you guys that are looking to get a vacation rental uh, going. Remember, if you have any questions or you want to ask uh, basically for future guests to, to join on or topics for me to discuss, feel free to comment away or email me info at investingcostarica.com and info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, you can place in the comments as well and remember to subscribe, guys. Let's get straight into it. Good afternoon, MJ. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you. I'm doing great. Awesome. How well, thank about you? Good, good. Thanks very much for taking the time to uh, join us on the podcast. I did mention in the intro that you and I have worked together for many years, but I thought it imperative that we get you on here uh, to discuss some of the, uh, the secrets of uh, vacation rentals and maximizing revenue, as I know you've been doing this for a very long time. Right, right. We've been doing this for a while and uh, we're ready to share some secrets. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I mean, it's been a crazy year, MJ. I always like to start off just by saying to people like, again, yeah. I mean, for a lot of people that aren't, you know, down here in Costa Rica, it's very difficult to understand that. But I mean, we went from, you know, being closed to open and, you know, hundreds and thousands of people, um, you know, I mean, we're already very close, if not bigger than 2019, uh, the numbers of arrivals and also guests. I mean, here uh, at the Villa, of course, we're actually here at the Villa at the moment. Uh, at Via Buena Onda, you know, we have, it's better this year than it was in 2019. It's probably gonna be our best year yet. And it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. But I mean, what has surprised yeah. you in the last six months? And also what trends are you seeing in the industry? Yeah, well, I've noticed that there has been an increasing tendency to just travel with, with your own bubble, with your own family, with your own group, rent out a whole place just for you and your family. And I've also seen that clients have been uh, very, uh, have asked a lot about flexibility and their cancellation policies. And this seems to be a huge factor for actually booking property a big property in the first place so i've noticed that particularly it's funny that you say that because i was reading an article this morning on focus right that came across my desk about like seven out of ten ten basically vacationers people looking to take a vacation are looking at the cancellation and flexibility of the cancellation policy when making a decision so you know yeah. i mean I, and i think that that also has a bit of an impact on airbnb's uh its algorithm and your rankings on on that front as well exactly uh, apparently that might provide you with more visibility um, yep. with clients. So there you go, guys. If you have your vacation rental on Airbnb and you have a very, I would say, a very strict cancellation policy, if you get a more flexible cancellation policy, you probably will get a few more bookings. But but yeah, I mean, I think that yeah. that's kind of the balance on, on, on that side of it. It's really difficult sometimes for a vacation rental because it's like one big property that to resell it last minute if someone cancels, you know, you're constantly playing that game. 
exactly. So, I mean, in your opinion, uh, with all your experience, and I know that you have, you've been in the industry for quite a lot of time. I mean, what's the number one ingredient for a great income generating property in your opinion? Well, that's, I would say at this point, having the ability to provide a great client experience, but also with that, with, in hand with that, being able to have the right staff or the right people to do that. If you don't, um, that's going to be like providing a good client experience will be super difficult. Okay. I mean, if you can give us an idea, I mean, what kind of stuff do you guys uh, mainly focus on, you know, to deliver that great client experience? What kind of stuff do you do differently? Um, we provide concierge service. So before arrival, we just um, get in touch with the client, uh, see what they need, what they want, what they want to do in the property. Are they celebrating something specific, uh, anniversary, birthday, just a random trip to get away. So we try to get familiar with, with what, who the clients are. Their, and of course, their dietary their restrictions, what they want to do tours. So we want to get an idea of who the client is pretty much before they're here. I think that's great advice because a lot of the time is like you sometimes don't even get to talk to people before they arrive in typical vacation rentals. You just kind of turn up here are the keys, right? you know, whereas I think if you can tailor the experience, I mean, again, I mean, I think a lot of the properties that you work with is it's very kind of, you know, it's, it's not just that you turn up the keys and that's it. I mean, there are actual staff at the properties exactly. like house moms, daily maid service, breakfast, that kind of stuff. So it's a bit of a yeah, different, I mean, yeah. You want to go to another country and you want to know that someone is going to be there to, to greet you um, in some country that you've never been to. So of course uh, you need the right people there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, let's just jump into the nuts and bolts of it really, because, you know, I mean, it's, it, I suppose it's the non-sexy part of vacation rentals and this is where we may, <laughs> yeah. we may bore the, bore the audience a little bit listening in on this, but I mean, I, I you know, whip stats people. I love stats. I love data, um, you know, and, 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 and you and I work together, yep. you know, we look, we look at data on a weekly basis uh, actually, I think it's even more than that. Uh, but what are the stats or indicators that you look at that maybe you would say that other people don't? So before we even look at sales and any of those good numbers um, and like uh, US dollars sold and, and all that, we need to start looking at the leading indicators. So anything that comes before that, any uh, trends, any numbers. So I would be talking about views for instance, specifically with Airbnb and, and platforms like VRBO, there is info there that you can take a look at um, to see how many views you're getting on your property. Um, so that is a great indicator, uh, first of all. And then pretty much the pipeline, how many inquiries are you actually getting from those views? Is there a trend there? Um, is it stationary? Like some months of the year, you're going to get more. Some of the months, you're going to get less views. So definitely, I would say views and pipeline or inquiries so i mean you're looking at leading indicators just because really you can't i mean you can't you know easily impact the final sales number i mean it's not that you can like do something that's going to change that i mean it's more of how do i increase views to increase quotes out to increase mm -hmm. the amount that's in the pipeline to then increase the sales meaning you can exactly work on increasing the views and then theoretically that gets you more quotes which then gets you more you know more in the pipeline and when I say more pipeline, meaning yeah. that the total sum of all the quotes out there, and then of course more exactly. sales. So, okay. So, exactly. I mean, it, it would be like in sports, say, um, I mean, it, instead of looking at touchdowns, you'd be looking at yards thrown, that kind of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay. Okay. It's a bit money. Numbers you're actually able to uh, influence 
Okay. It's a bit like Moneyball with where the, the movie Moneyball, where they actually looked at the stats of the individuals rather than basically kind of the, you know, it was a bit more objective than subjective. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, as I'd mentioned there, you've been in the industry quite a lot. I mean, what do you think separates you uh, and your business from other people in the industry with regards to your success? Well, um, again, we've talked about it in, in the previous questions. We look at numbers, we look at data. So um, all the way from views to even how many reviews the listing has, uh, anything we need to improve on. Um, I mean, the data says it all. Uh, and whenever something's not going on right, uh, in terms of, for example, the views, then we know we need to make some kind of adjustment, um, then give it a little while to see if it had a, it had a positive change or a negative impact and just keep on modifying, keep on adjusting as we go on. Um, and since we've been always focused on leading indicators and not the lagging or the, the indicators that come afterwards, um, we, we are able to make changes before and influence them. Also, we have a large sales team available. So, um, Pretty much, we believe that first come, first serve, if we're, if we're able to uh, reply to the clients and get to the clients as fast as we can, then we're, we'll be able to to win the sales and get more customers okay. or guests. I mean, what are the channels that you guys you guys are typically getting you know, sales from? Because I know you have some a lot of strategic alliances with some big agencies here in Costa Rica mm -hmm. that typically people don't have. Um, you know, which is not normal. I mean, you know, not typical property management companies are, you know, they're getting stuff on Airbnb and VRBO, which we just discussed. But I mean, what are some of the other, I suppose, you know, revenue channels that you guys have that maybe other people don't have? Right. So any vacation rental definitely needs to be on, on platforms and uh, the OTAs that are relative or uh, specific for vacation rentals, such as Airbnb and VRBO. However, there, it's always important that either the vacation rental has its own direct channel or relies upon uh, um, travel agencies. So one of our biggest partner is uh, precisely Costa Rican vacations. Uh, we got a lot of customers for them um, and they also work with a bunch of, uh, of clients that traveling groups. So that's always beneficial for, for the villa. I think something that you mentioned there, which is which is very smart, which I would suggest that anybody has their own website for the property as well, right. because a lot of people like to deal directly with the owners as well. They feel like they're in a little bit more control rather than a third party, because sometimes, again, if you have an issue on Airbnb, you can't pick up the telephone and speak to someone. Whereas if you go direct to the property and you have an issue, you know, you're actually in contact with the individual. Mm -hmm. so. Exactly. Exactly. Let's, let's talk rates a little bit. Because I always get asked this question like, hey, how much do you think we can get per night for our like vacation rental? You know, how do you set rates for a property? I mean, what advice would you give to anybody um, about setting rates for, for their vacation rental? Well, I'd say before even looking at competition, I would say know what you have, know who you are, what you can provide, and just pretty much start by differentiating your property from the rest, um, differentiating the product, uh, you need to set your own rates based on what you can offer and what your property is. Um, so I would pretty much do that. Just okay. seek to differentiate. When you mean differentiate, you mean stuff like, uh, I don't know, house mom, 
uh, including mm-hmm. breakfast. Um, exactly. Meals, you know, uh, offering the option to have a bartender in the property. Um, you have access to an event planner if you want to do something special uh, for those groups that for those guests that want to travel, but also celebrate a special occasion. So having access to all of that will definitely help you differentiate. Yeah, it sounds like what, you, what you're suggesting, though, there for a lot of people that own their vacation rental here in Costa Rica, that's a lot of moving parts. Uh, you know, I mean, if I just bought a property down here, you know, I'm not going to want to take that on. That's a lot of work. But, it, but also with my knowledge as well, property management companies don't really offer that level of service. Um, so it sounds like something that you're offering here is a little bit more unique because it has that kind of travel agency concierge service, you know, that yeah. whole full, full experience from start to finish with the client. Again, we have the staff, we have the people that know the, the area, the place, we have the contacts. So um, that's, again, the key point, yep. in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, for any, you know, a lot of people constantly ask me about investing in a vacation rental, how much can I make, etc. But what advice would you give to someone that's potentially looking to invest in a vacation rental in property uh, in, in Costa Rica? Well, you need to, if you're going to invest in a vacation rental property, first, you need to know what your goals are uh, and make sure they're realistic. So how much you think you're going to sell, how much you uh, plan on, on selling on reservations per month. Um, once you have a clear view or understanding of these goals, um, I would find a vacation rental that adjusts to those goals. Um, and of course, if, if you're actually looking to make revenue, then you need to find a vacation rental that is adjusted to that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think you make a good point there because typically, you know, vacation rental companies, depending on where they are in, in Costa Rica are charging, you know, anywhere from 20% to 40%, but I'm yet to find a property management company here that has a sliding scale, you know, meaning the more that you mean, the more that I don't know, you make the more that they make, you know, it's kind of more of a win-win environment because typically like it's, it's, you know, they may take 20% of all revenue coming in, but I really like win-win scenarios, you know, so I'm always scratching my head trying to find those kind of things. So it's just amazing that again, there's property management and then there's revenue maximization. The two things are completely different, you know, Uh, and it sounds like what Mm -hmm. you do more of is more of like the revenue maximization rather than the property management side. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Again, revenue will be the deciding factor to make your investment worth it, in my opinion. I agree. I mean, a lot of people now are looking to build. Um, If they've listened to the last podcast that we had there with Rebecca Clower, they'll see that, you know, there's not tons of inventory uh, available. So a lot of people are buying land and also Mm -hmm. building. I mean, what do you think are the features or amenities that are going to make your vacation rental stand out? Because you will be competing with other vacation rentals. Yeah, so I would say um, having space for outside dining, for cooking, I don't know, pizza ovens, barbecue area, um, a pool for sure, Um, and having just space to do things at the villa. Um, We recently got a cornhole game for the villa and just entertainment uh, things for the villa. So... um, I guess that that would be uh, one of the main, most important things. Even the Villa Winaonda has its own spa. What vacation rental has its own spa? And it, it gets Probably used. It gets many. used. It gets used a lot, right? 
it gets it gets used a lot of course yeah all of guests uh the, the villa's guests love it so i mean it's a huge uh uh benefit for advantage for for the clients not having to go downtown to look for a therapist and of course if you came here to relax then you have it pretty much all here it, it sounds like some of the vacation rentals that you offer is more of vacation rentals with hotel amenities exactly i mean what are yeah. some of the what are some of the services that you got i know that you mentioned some stuff there you know about a bartender but i mean what are some of the other services that you guys offer yeah well uh villa went on this special um again because it has these hotel amenities i mean the, the villa used to be a hotel after all so um we always offer the option for guests to have their bartender um chef uh even again the spa therapists uh, I mentioned the concierge service. Yep. So we have someone uh, that will help you order groceries. I've seen guests before um, asking if if there's any way that they can give us a list and we order it for them so that they have it ready, so that we have them ready for them upon their arrival. Yep. Um, even though they're already hiring chef service, so they want to have to snack on so um we help clients with that and and uh we've already helped several groups um with their orders as well nice. so again having the right people the right staff I, I think something you mentioned there which from an um, from a feature point of view is really really important is the pool and the outside area i mean costa rica is you know people don't come here to sit inside they come here to kind of be outside so I think it's really important, the outside dining, the outside cooking, the pool area, the ranchos, spa facilities, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. All of that stuff that BBO has, that the yeah. villa has. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, well, let me just ask you the last question because this has been great, MJ. I mean, if you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it and why? Okay, well, that's a good question. I've always been inclined to technology um so and i've been super focused on technology for hospitality in the last few years i've been involved with pmss with channel managers so i've seen the good what is, sides and what is the bad a PM, sides of what is for, for our listeners what is a pms and a channel manager yes. so a pms is a property management system all hotels and properties should have one of these um, and they basically have the, the information of, of your property in terms of rate plans, um, uh, the room types, uh, number of clients, like all the information for each and every one of your reservations. So they manage all of that information for your property. And then comes the channel manager that it's like the bridge between the property management system or PMS and all the online travel agencies such as Airbnb, VRBO, Expedia, Booking.com. So it's, it's some kind of bridge that just sends the info out to the world and to the different platforms. So if you want to be out there, you need a channel manager and a PMS will definitely make your life easier in terms of handling all the information of your guests. So, sorry, because I, inter I interrupted you there. You would say that you were inclined to spend it on kind of technology for hospitality, kind of right. a PMS, but 
Yeah, so back to the question, I would spend on technology for hospitality. I haven't seen enough property management systems for high-end vacation rentals. So I guess that I would invest in either in creating a PMS specially for specifically for high-end vacation rentals um, where everything can be customized and the guest can have some kind of client interface uh, to make their special requests on meals, on dietary restrictions, spa uh, therapy or decorations they want for as a surprise for their husband who is celebrating 40 years in Costa Rica. So, um, oh, um, have a bartender for X amount of hours, all that stuff, all that good stuff to make uh, a trip memorable, like have a PMS uh, for that specifically, but for high-end vacation rentals, I'd say. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing that the hotels, I mean, again, I think the travel industry hasn't moved that far haven't hasn't moved as quick as like the financial services and those kind of things on the technology front and vacation rentals are even way more mm-hmm. way more behind but i mean i think it's you know again there is i've talked on this podcast huge amounts that there is a tendency towards you know vacation rentals with hotel amenities and when i say hotel amenities i mean like breakfast included concierge service but not the full-on front desk 24 7 a restaurant you know it's 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 you know so it's kind of mixing both those worlds so i think that that's that's you know yeah. I, I think that that's a great way to spend five hundred thousand dollars. So, so yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, MJ, I'll not take up any more of your time. I know that you're really busy. This has been great. Uh, you know, maybe it, we've geeked out a little bit here for some people that are listening in here, talking about you know leading <laughs> yeah. indicators and data and stuff. But and you technology, know, exactly. But I mean, that's really where the industry is going. It's kind of you know, it's you know, the old way of doing stuff of you know just managing properties. You know, is 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 going to be very kind mm-hmm. of archaic. I mean, it's going to be moving towards more data, more revenue, more leading indicators. Yeah. You know, so you can't measure it, you can't improve it, right? Exactly, you can. So, exactly. So anyway, MJ, this has been great. I really appreciate it. Anyone that wants to contact MJ uh, about potentially managing their luxury property, I'm going to put all the contact details uh, in the description. Um, and MJ, you have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you. You too. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that podcast there with MJ. Again, we may have geeked out a little bit there on data. Uh, I've worked with MJ for quite a few years, um, you know, uh, installing these, I suppose, these systems that we have here for controlling data. I thought it great to do a podcast on, you know, using data and also maximizing revenue on vacation rentals. As I know, there's a lot of people out there looking to buy a vacation rental here uh, down in Costa Rica uh, or invest in one. I get tons of questions on this stuff. So uh, I thought it good to take a uh, take to a podcast on it. Uh, and MJ was the best person that I knew. Again, geeking out on data a little bit there, but she is very good at what she does. Uh, again, has taken Via Buena Onda to 70% occupancy and also other rentals here in Costa Rica. Uh, if you want to get in contact with MJ, uh, all of her contact details will be there. If you'd like to reach out to me, feel free to. It's info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, next episode, guys, is going to be episode 50. Uh, we're actually going to uh, do we're actually going to do this one with Scott Cutter, who was actually episode one. So Scott's going to give us a bit of an update of what's happening of trends throughout the country uh, and also his area in Manuel Antonio as well. If you remember Scott, he is the owner and top broker for 2CostaRicaRealEstate.com, who has offices all over Costa Rica. So we're going to be looking at trends all throughout the country on, on, on that podcast. But till next time, guys, take care. And uh, as they say here in Costa Rica, Pura Vida. Hey.